This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hi, this is Jim Peck, and you're listening to TV Confidential. All right, we're going to play Barker's Box with this young lady whose name is what? Diane Wyatt. Diane, there are four drawers here in this box. In one drawer, there's a $10 bill. In one, there's a 20 And in one, there's a 50 You'll continue to play the game opening drawers so long as you get money. But the moment you get the drawer that has a little surprise in it, you're all through. Now, Ed Roberts with a reminder that Randy West will join us at the top of the hour. Randy West, longtime television announcer on many network game shows, including The Price is Right with Bob Barker. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as we continue our tribute to the legendary Emmy Award-winning game show icon. Bob Barker passed away this past Saturday, August 26th at the age of 99. Tony and Donna's segment, as always, brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest running regularly performing live storytelling ensemble storysalon.com facebook.com forward slash storysalon you can listen to Tony's standalone podcast this week in TV history Apple Podcasts Spotify wherever you find audio besides providing an historical perspective on Bob Barker's career Tony and Donna have two personal connections to Bob Barker as we are about to hear Tony maybe a week before he died Somebody uh, was asking me, I was at a, a union function, and he said, what made you want, you know, what was the moment you knew you wanted to get into entertainment? And I had to ponder for a second, and I think it was four, I said, I think it was four-year-old me seeing Bob Barker host Truth or Consequences. Really? Wow. Yeah. You know, it took me a, a moment to think of, because, you know, people said, well, why did you want to get into comedy? And I, I could say, you know, early, early, young, young, young me. Uh, it would be somebody like Tim Conway because I wasn't familiar with the art of stand-up when you're little because you don't go to clubs and you're too young to stay up late for Johnny Carson. So it was and people like you, him. you don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand. So you know somebody that makes you laugh or yeah, you know it was like the people on Laughing had me entertained and I loved it, but I didn't want to be Artie Johnson. But you know, I didn't see that. Um, but Tim Conway would be somebody who got me into, you know, somebody to actually make people laugh. But Bob Barker, when he was hosting Truth or Consequences, and keep in mind, I'm watching this on a black and white TV in Defiance, Ohio. I thought there was something cool about him, that all this funny stuff was happening, and he was cool. I also thought it was cool that he had a job where he had money in his coat pocket. <laughs> and... You know, and I, I just because, you know, he, you know, there are pies in the faces and people falling into water tanks and and things like that. But he also had, you know, like Parker's box where you can guess this. Well, if you can guess this, I got, you know, whatever the amount of money was in his pocket. You know, I got a fifty dollar bill and, and, you know, and this 
for you. And you know, but he would pull it out of his his sport coat, and it's like. <laughs> I'd like to have that job. Oh, was that the thing he did at the end of the show with the four sides? Yes. Yeah. If, the four if, sides if, if, yeah. If there was oh, like I love five, that. yeah. If there was like five minutes yeah, or three I, minutes, if they're short on time, he would go in the audience and he would do something like that. He would do that. So yeah, it was about maybe a little bit bigger than uh, about the size of a gallon of milk, and it had four drawers. Yes. And three of them had you know the uh, snakes like you would have in the snake can and one had a bouquet of flowers so if you pulled the drawer the bouquet of flowers flew out otherwise the snakes flew out oh, am I, I i thought each one had money but there was one oh, you're right you're you're right you're right it was the it was money or the snakes yeah and you might get oh there's a 20 dollar bill you want to stop or you want to open another one if you, if you yeah. get the snakes you lose everything so if you get yeah that's right and you got so three sides with money would get all three yeah, and there were people that were getting all three. You're right. But I just thought it was cool in that he could be funny and he could be entertaining. And I liked his hair. And I remember when my grandmother would take me to the barber shop in Defiance, Ohio, I wanted to have Bob Barker's haircut. So we're talking like 60s haircut. This was before I discovered I liked having long hair. You know, this was when long hair on guys was not an option yet, at least not in Defiance, Ohio. So I liked the uh, look of his hair in the late 60s. I remember saying I wanted that. But I just thought it was cool. He was funny, and he did all of that. So, uh, you know, I think when we're looking back in all the retrospectives, I wish there was a little more time dedicated to truth or consequences because that's how I discovered him. Well, I was just about to say, I'm so glad that we focused our conversation so far on truth or consequences, Tony and Donna, because, and maybe this is just, you know, a matter of, of, of math and, and, and so forth, but because he hosted Price is Right for 35 years, because Price is Right is still on the air, almost everything that has come out in the two weeks uh, since uh, Bob Barker passed away on, on August 26th is, is focused on prices, right? Whereas I'm of a certain age, we're all in the same generation here. I think of immediately truth or consequences. For me as well, there was, I wasn't allowed to watch TV that much in my house. So on the, you know, the occasion, summers, weekends when I could watch television, seven o'clock, I was in front of the TV watching Bob Barker, Truth or Consequences, which I thought was hysterical. I loved the yeah. games, I loved the jokes, I loved the creativity involved in it. I, I, I remember there was one, there was one bit where for a week they went outside someplace during lunchtime and money started coming down out of the sky and just people outside walking around having lunch and they did this for a solid week. I don't remember how it ended, but it was just people having lunch and there's a $20 bill. <laughs> and more people started coming as the week went on, more people were there. And I, I believe he's was also one of the first who did reunion reunions, like military reunions. Yeah. I believe you're right. That's and, right. And that was the first time I'd ever seen that, which I thought was lovely. You I, know, you I had... You soldiers coming back from overseas and they would stage a gag and the spouse would be part of the gag and they always had that same music when they had the romantic reunion kiss yes and it was organ wasn't it yes yes it was that that romantic it was like soap opera music mm -hmm. um 
And you would have that. And, you know, I didn't fully, you know, as a kid, you don't appreciate what was going on. And considering, you know, showing soldiers coming back home at that particular time in history, I think, was also pushing it. It was, you know, because some of them were overseas, maybe in Europe, but I'm sure there were a lot of people that were in Asia as well and, you know, hadn't seen their spouse, you know, said goodbye to their spouse after the honeymoon. And now it's two years later and they're finally, they, you know, got the spouse out to and California. It was not, and that's and that's it. It was well, this was about reuniting families. Yeah. Families. And people love that. People love, I watched a YouTube, I watched a couple of YouTube videos before we got together, the one where Ralph Edwards introduces Bob Barker. And, uh, you know, I put it on uh, on my blog there, but it is really a wonderful opening and introduction to this new talent that you're going to love. And we're going to see him for a long, long time, you know, how did, true it was. Who did Truth or Consequences on radio? Ralph Edwards. Ralph okay, Edwards. That, that makes he, that's, he, that's he created nice. the show in the 40s, early 40s. I'm going off memory. And... He hosted it on, believe, NBC Radio, and then it was brought to television. I don't remember whether he was the original host of the television version, and then he introduced I it. think he was, and but he was also doing This Is Your Life. That's right, and that's and that's why he needed and someone to hand over the book. Yeah, he uh, reached a certain point, because he was doing it for like 15 years before yeah. Bob Barker came in. And it's like there, he, he couldn't keep doing the two shows, and who knows what other plates he had spinning in the air. At that time, yeah, and, Ralph Edwards, another person who went, you know, up for hardest working man in television for a while. And he said, We were auditioning hundreds and hundreds of talented men, but, you know, we finally made a decision recently. And then in uh, Bob Barker's biography, A&E biography, the story was told, Yeah, Ralph Edwards heard him on the radio and wanted to meet the guy. And he brought him into his office and said, I just wanted to see if you looked as good as you sound, you got the job. Huh. Well, yeah, so, you know, he because, you, know, you know, Bob Parker, you know, had a career in radio before, you know, he was there when this new thing called television was started and he was all over the country, but he came out to California in 1950 and, and as, he was doing a lot of radio. And I understand he was doing audience participation type of shows. He was specifically doing an audience participation show on KNX, which is the CBS radio yeah. affiliate mm -hmm. down here but he he was living in the midwest he was married to dorothy joe at the time dorothy joe i believe was and, and again if you remember watching truth or consequences as the three of us did dorothy joe was his wife of 40 something years and once a month once every two months she would make an appearance on the show and she would usually participate in one stunt or some gag and uh, I read this in one of the obituaries the first time she heard him hosting an audience participation show on in local radio she said this is your bailiwick this is where you're going to leave your mark so it's a tip to the adage behind every great man there's an even greater and smarter woman Donna is smiling they were yeah their romance they were uh, I've seen photos of the young uh, Dorothy Joe and Bob uh, they were a gorgeous couple of, of you know, the World War II generation. I mean, she was, you know, the, the photos and and uh, he was he was in college. He dropped out of college, joined the Navy during World War II, became a pilot. And he promised Dorothy Joe that they would get married when he got his wings. Oh, so, 
Yeah, he got the wings, they got married, and then he did radio work there, and then when he came back and he was going to finish college, he did work in radio to supplement the needed income, and that's when Dorothy Joe said basically what you said, that this is the best thing you can do. And, <laughs> you know, that led to other radio shows and announcing, and he did... Uh, new, he wrote news, he did sports, he did stuff like that in different parts of the Midwest and then Florida. And then after a year working in Florida, he decided he came out he was going to come out to California with no contacts, no agent, no nothing. And, the uh, talent rises. The talent rises, yeah. At, at a time, you know, it's still, you know, he came out to California 1950, radio was still king out here. Mm-hmm. Television was still, is this a passing fad? Is this going to work? Is this a thing? But and at, uh, but the and same, it was really a New York thing. But at the same time, there were opportunities developing because as the early makers of television were sort of figuring out the medium as it was developing day by day, there were different forms of programming or different forms of content, as we would call it today. And as different forms of programming developed, there's a need for people to be in front of the camera and host, and even if it was quote-unquote started off as a, a radio with pictures sort of thing, you need someone with a good set of pipes and someone who could think on his feet and someone who was comfortable interacting with everyday members of the public as he did. We mentioned the Barker's Box segment earlier. In a lot of ways, that was sort of a mini extension of what uh, Barker did on radio early in his career. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as we continue our tribute to Bob Barker. Bob Barker, the legendary host of Truth or Consequences and The Price is Right. Bob Barker passed away this past Saturday, August 26th at the age of 99. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item. Summertime is in full swing, and if you have dry skin, you know what happens when the weather gets warmer. More visible lines and dullness. Fortunately, our friends at Ibu Beauty can help. Their Super Duo Serum and Moisturizer is all you need this summer for the perfect look. Check them out, ebubeauty.com. That's Y-I-B-U beauty.com or at ebubeauty on Instagram. Use customer code ebu 50 now at checkout and receive 50% off your first order. What do you remember most about your first date? Because she remembers that you went to see Ella Fitzgerald and you can't forget I that. remember that... Uh, you know how they have the little thing on the inside the car that you hold on to, uh, the little the what car, you, strap? car yeah. strap? They have them in the back seat. Yes. What, what were you doing in the back seat? Well, <laughs> we didn't have a car. I was building up to something mm-hmm. in the back seat. But, uh, no, I remember, I, remember I was sad to all of a sudden, through the consequences, wasn't there anymore. The syndicated show wasn't there anymore. And I remember hearing the advertisements, the, the, the promos for this new game show in the afternoon called The Price is Right. And I remember uh, I had the TV on that first day. And they introduced Bob Barker. That's when I got excited. I didn't know he was a part of it. And that's the guy from Truth or Consequences. I think I watched the show for Bob Barker more so than the actual show. It was, and and for me, that's rare that uh, a host or uh, a person will bring me in. You know, normal. I like theatricals, the story, the characters bring me in. And here was a personality bringing me in, which I, and I don't think I'm the only one of that. CBS was brilliant with that decision to bring him in. Well, as, as, as I understand, and Steve Beverly will expound on this uh, later on in our program, this goes back to, 
you know, Barker was a shrewd fellow. He was under contract with the network, and at the time, uh, CBS was not producing a lot of daytime shows. Uh, 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 soap operas were, yes. were their strength yes. at the time. And Barker had a clause in his contract that if they ever got back into the daytime game show television game, he had the right of first refusal. And so, long story short, when he learned that they were going to bring back the Price is Right and update it for the 70s. Because the the, the Price is Right Mm -hmm. that we know it today is a lot different in concept and form and style the original Bill Cullen. that yeah. Bill Cullen hosted for nine years. I, I just want to go on record. There is a well-meaning commentator who said the Price is Right did not succeed when it was originally on in the 60s. And I'm thinking nine years, that's a success. You cannot not call that a success, but that's another story. But the fact he recognized, okay, uh, it's a different concept. It's a lot more colorful and a lot more graphics. And it would require him to be on the stage in the open, interacting with contestants as he did on Truth or Consequences, and I realized, okay, this could be the right fit for me. I, think I also want to mention that with so many of the, you know, the stock footage and the tributes and all that, Johnny Olson was also just incredible as the announcer of the prize. I mean, because when we hear, you know, we're playing it, you know, in the VCR in our brain, you know, we're hearing the voice of Johnny Olson exactly. doing the announcing as well. Even though, come on, down. Uh, come on down. Yeah, that's it. Even though we lost him in 1985, uh, and Rod Roddy, and stuff, it's been that long. Yeah. I remember when that happened because the number one DJ uh, here in LA was uh, Rick Dees, and Rick Dees used to have uh, like a, a little sound effect that was Johnny Olson saying, "Come on down," without music or anything, just that. So, you know, anytime they you know, use it as a punchline for a joke. And when uh, Johnny Olson died, he had a very heartfelt tribute to one of the best announcers in the business. And, you know, instead of playing, you know, the, all the top hits, it was a nice segment of that. So that, you know, he, when he made that announcement, yeah, because uh, when, yeah, when I'm playing, you know, Bryce was right in my head and all those scenes, it's, it's also Johnny Olson bringing him uh, up there. And I think uh, his contribution to the show was so... You know, indelible. Well, well, well the, yeah. the, the fact that come on down is synonymous, is is as synonymous with The Price is Right, if not more so than Bob Barker. I mean, that's that, that speaks for itself. Yeah, I think Johnny Olson had come on down and a new car. <laughs> you, know, <it's> like, <laughs> you know, because that would be on The Price is Right. Well, let's see, Johnny, what are they playing for? And that curtain opens up and you hear a new car, you know, because, I mean, that that beat out appliances, you know, all, you know, that that was that was the hope diamond of game show prizes. You know, you're watching the show or you're in the uh, studio audience and you hear Johnny Olson say a new car. OK, stop. Nobody do anything. Say anything. Let's you know. And when you're at home and you're participating or you're thinking this person's an idiot where'd they come up with this guess of a price uh no but going back uh, truth or consequences uh, in my grandparents house that was appointment television at the end of the day you know sometimes sometimes that bled into dinner time but i think for our age group uh price is right was uh re- appointment viewing when you're home sick from school 
And I think a lot of people posted that uh, on their Facebook page. I watched Bob Barker host The Price is Right every time I was sick at home. Well, because, you know, I, I, I was not one of them. This is probably sacrilege. And maybe it's because I just preferred him on Truth or Consequences. I did not go, I did not go out of my way to watch the daytime Price is Right. When I was yeah. when I was home, or or, like or, even, a, or even during the summer, uh, I, I do remember Dennis James hosted it at night, like around seventy. Well, no, actually, no, it would have been it would have been seventy two, which is around the time they opened up the FCC access rule, and and, the, and it was required that you would have um, local ish programming between seven and eight, and uh, for most of the first decade of that, the um, local affiliates would would run game shows between seven and eight, and the price and the nighttime prices right would run w- once a week, like around seven thirty. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Dennis James hosted that. Gosh, and then Miss USA and Miss Universe. Universe, yes. He, he was he was hosting that, and you know he it, was such a wholesome host. He, he was. was. For that. He, he he was very good with that, and I remember one time watching Miss Universe, and I forgot, I think they were in, you know, like, Venezuela or, or, or Argentina, and, you know, he's talking to women from around the world, some needed, you know, translators, some did have a, you know, some mastering of English, and I remember there's this woman, and she was accented, and she, you know, was very happy to get that little... You know, per one-on-one interview towards you know the the end. I think um, the interview, the interview segment. Yeah, the the, the interview segment where he's, she's talking to Bob Barker, and she was saying, "My father loves your show. The Price is Right." You know, and this is like the other end of the planet, and that was the opening thing when they were just bantering. So uh, you know, she had the accent. My father is. is it, he said, oh, well, that's great. She goes, oh, and he's in the audience. <laughs> and, and so he, he, he said, give that man a washer and dryer. And, you know, then they continue <laughs> on. You know, but, you know, people at the other end of the planet knew Bob Barker, and he was Mr. Price is Right. That says something when, you know, people know you from all over the world and not just the guy who hosts the Miss Universe pageant. You know, people know you for what you would think was an American institution. Oh, well, he was also the first, probably the first host to break the host personality as he did at the end of pretty much every episode of The Price is Right, at least the last 20 years he hosted The Price is Right, when he would say, tell the audience, get your pets yeah. neutered, mm-hmm. you know, so he was he was probably able to do that because he was Bob Barker and because he knew that the audience was going to tune in whether he said the, the next day, whether he said that or not. But he was also, as I understand, he used his uh, notoriety responsibly. Um, and uh, there were times when he would take a stand. I mean, he, you, I, I, uh, one of the thing, I, I read one of the obits that um, when he found out that uh, the Miss Universe pageant was using real mink. Um, yes. He said, okay, I don't want to host the show this year unless you straighten that out, and they did. Not I, that. I, yeah, and I, and I also I also read a, 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 another time um, they were going over the 
prizes uh, that particular day or that particular week on Price is Right. And he had a concern about one of the sponsors and he voiced that and they were able to straighten that out before they went on the air. So For a while, all the contestants in Miss Universe got a mink coat. That was part of their, and uh, he, he did not want that to happen. They stopped that, but they were still using minks in the pageant. Yeah. As part of the wardrobe, and when that was going to continue, he said, "I can't continue uh, with the program." And so he put his money where his mouth is. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that's pretty, uh, pretty amazing that somebody would give up a lucrative gig like that. But he, you know, he took that several steps further down the line. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as we continue our tribute to Bob Barker. Bob Barker, the legendary host of Truth or Consequences, and The Price Is Right. Bob Barker passed away. This past Saturday, August 26th, at the age of 99, Tony and Donna were neighbors of Bob Barker for a time. We'll ask them about that and a whole lot more when we continue our conversation with Tony and Donna at the end of our second hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, when we come back, Randy West will join us. Randy West, longtime TV announcer who worked on many game shows, including The Price is Right with Bob Barker. All that more as we continue our tribute to Bob Barker during hour number two, of TV Confidential. Please stay with us. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.